Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. We're talking about creating higher priced offerings um, outside of the yoga studio. Okay, so that's today's training. You're going to learn the first steps to creating higher priced offerings outside the studio model. Okay, so this is about, you know, what you're putting out there into the world beyond the classes that you're teaching in a studio, okay? So the workshops that you create, the retreat experiences that you craft, and the online yoga courses that you launch, okay? And the reason that I'm talking about this today is because lots of yoga teachers are struggling with this. They struggle with um, tapping into their true purpose and what they're meant to put out there into the world. And they struggle to move beyond the safety net of the studio, right? Uh, so they get stuck there and they think that that's the only place they can be and they really kind of struggle with having a process um, to actually create and craft something that's going to be really well received by their community. So that's why I'm talking about this today and this can really result, these struggles can really result in creating offerings that don't fill, okay? And so there's a very important reason why I'm sharing this content and it's because I hear, you know, more and more from teachers who are hustling, right? Who are burnt out or, you know, are actually starting their week dreading teaching because they're actually exhausted. Yeah. And I talk about this a lot, but when you focus only on building a schedule of classes that you're teaching in a studio and that's all you do, and especially if teaching is your full-time job, to pay the bills at the end of the month, you need to teach a lot of classes. And that's exhausting, it's absolutely exhausting. So unfortunately, it is the reality for lots of teachers. And if it is for you too, I've got an important message for you today. So listen up, okay? Sometimes we need to take, we need to, step back in order to move forward. Does that make sense? And because the truth is, if you're not super clear about what you have to offer, who your ideal students are, what your niche is, what your message is, why people should practice with you, you know, why people should hire you, and all of those foundational parts in your business, the stuff that your business should be built on, well, guess what? Hustle is going to be the name of the game, yeah? And honestly, it's time for us to stop throwing that word around like we're proud of it. It's time to stop the hustle and instead focus on alignment, okay? Not just on the map, but in our business as well. We need to start getting into alignment. When you're in alignment, everything flows as it should, okay? So I want you to ask yourself some questions. Am I hustling? Ask yourself, am I hustling? Am I close to burnout? Am I where I want to be? 
And if the answer is no, then you need to listen up, okay? Because I'm dedicated to helping you guys to build the foundations of your yoga business because I want you to feel strong and confident in the direction that you're going. No yoga teacher should be hustling. And when you're super clear on who you're serving, what you have to offer, alignment is the name of the game. So that is what this training is about today. We're going to help. I'm going to help you to understand how you can move out of the studio model, start creating your own offerings, but not just creating them. Creating offerings that are going to fill. Have you got a pen and paper? <laughs> First of all, so chances are, yeah, by this stage, you've been, you've already been teaching in studios, okay, and you've got. Um, a community that's been building up around you, you know, maybe students that are coming back week after week, your regular students. And so you've developed your teaching style, right? Or you've been developing your teaching style. So I want you to first start by really tapping into that. Okay, step one it, to creating your own higher priced offerings is to really reflect on who you are as a teacher. Yeah, who you are as a teacher, what's your message? What are you sharing that's resonating with your people? Okay, we need to spend a bit of time on this. We need to do some inner work. And it's really important to have a clear idea of this, of who you are and what you're passionate about and what kind of yoga teacher you are or you want to be, okay? So this is the first step. Reflect on how you're currently teaching, okay? The classes that you've taught. Um, what's been lighting you up, yeah? What, it, what do you most enjoy sharing? Like when you stand up in front of the class, what topics light you up, yeah? Are there any specific, um, when you think back at all the classes and maybe some events or workshops that you've taught, what are the ones that really made you feel alive? Yeah, I want you to do a bit of work on this. So maybe do some journaling on it, maybe meditate, whatever it is, but do some work to really think about the specific parts of um, your yoga teaching and also your personal practice that really get you fired up, okay? So are you living for philosophy? What is it, you know? Is yoga therapy your passion? What are you passionate about? Yeah, what, where do you feel your purpose lies? Um, because when you do this, when you start to understand these things, this is when you really um, begin to map out your relationship with those topics, yeah? And by doing that, you can begin to create a clearer picture of who you are as a teacher, yeah? Because you're unique. <laughs> you're unique. So ultimately, you want, to tap, you want to go inwards, right? Tap into your intuition, yeah? Tap into that deep, authentic self and ask yourself, what kind of yoga teacher am I? It evolves. It evolves as you do, okay? So it's just important, or well, really important, to have clarity on this, okay? Because ultimately, it's about your passions and your purpose. And when you move outside of the studio and start to create your own offerings, you want to be passionate about what you're sharing and creating. Yeah, you want to be passionate about this stuff, guys. So, um... You also want your offerings to be purpose-filled, yeah, and really light you up uh, because that's what you, you love sharing. So really think about what your message is, yeah, what you love sharing with the world um, because I want you to own it. I want you to own that. 
So that's step one. Are we are we on with that? <laughs> are we on board with that? Step one. It's a super easy one, but you need to spend the time to do that work and really tap into that. Now, step two is to turn that focus and attention um, on your students. Okay, so defining your offering, these higher priced offerings that you're going to be able to charge more money for ultimately is so much easier, so much easier when you've already spent A, the time to understand who you are, but then also to understand who your ideal student is, okay? So what is your niche? What is your niche? And I know that this word, you know, gets thrown about, but there's real reason for it, okay? It's really hard to create and craft an offering if you don't understand the identity of your ideal student, okay? It's really, really hard if you don't understand this, guys, if you don't understand the identity of, of who your, your people are. Who are they? Um, and what I'll say here is like most teachers, they tend to play it safe, okay? They make the mistake of um, thinking, you know, or of trying to cater for everyone for fear of missing someone out or for fear of missing out on pockets of people. Okay, and the result of this, and I understand these fears, I understand them, but the result of this is actually a really unclear message. Yeah, it's an unclear message, and they actually end up serving no one. Okay, so if you want to be known for something, you need to narrow in and focus on a specific type of student with a specific need. Okay, write that down specific type of student with a specific need, and then create your offering around that specific type of student with their specific need, okay? Um, so you need to spend some time on this. You need to spend some time on this. You want to know as much as you can about your ideal students so that you can craft your offerings around them, okay? So that's super important. That's what we're aiming for here. So if you're not sure on how to do this, on how to define your ideal students, then first up, I encourage you to take a look at your regular students, right? Who are they? Okay, what are their characteristics? Okay, what are their characteristics? And if you're not sure, what can you do? You can ask them, okay? Get to know them better. You know, have a chat with them after class. <laughs> Get to know your students better, okay? It's super, super important to go through this step in full, okay? To gain clarity on who your people are. Okay, so the third step, when you've done the inner work on you and you've gone through the workbook to define your ideal students, is to brainstorm, okay? Gotta love a good brainstorm, but go on and brainstorm some ideas, okay, related to um everything that you know about you as a teacher okay so your passions um as well as everything you know about your ideal students and what they want from from their yoga practice and and your potential offerings okay because by this point you're going to have some ideas so this is where we get it down on paper and the goal here is to really love from the bottom of your heart what you have to offer yeah, and what you're going to put out there in the world. You want to love it so much. You could talk about it passionately. So that's the first part of the brainstorm is just to really think about your hobbies, your, your interests, your passions, the things that you do in your free time, yeah, that could be married up with yoga, um, things that have influenced you, things that have shaped you. Really think about this 
and then do the same for your students as well. So that's the first part of the brainstorm. And then the second part of the brainstorm is I want you to write down all of the ideas for what you can offer in your yoga business, okay? So all of those ideas that you've got from going through this process, at this point in the, in the process, you're gonna have some good ideas. So write them all down. What could you offer? What could your workshops look like? What could your retreats look like? What could your you know, event series look like? What could your online programs and courses and memberships look like? Write it down, free write. Nothing is wrong or right at this point, okay? So just go for it, let it all out. <laughs> um, and as you start to do this, you'll, you'll see you know, which offerings are really aligned with the things that you're passionate about and that also match you know, what it is that your students are looking for as well, okay? So that is step three, and that's an exciting step. Always like a good old brainstorm. Always love a good old brainstorm. Okay, final step, step four. We've got some ideas, what do we need to do now? The worst thing we could do or the mistake that we could make is to just put those ideas together and put them out there into the world. We need to validate. Validating your ideas is gonna help you to refine them, right? And not only that, you're gonna become more confident that what you're putting out there is gonna be well received. And that's what we want from this, right? You know, when you're incredibly confident about creating something new to offer your community, such as a retreat or an online course, things that are gonna take a lot of work, you know, your effort and time to put into, but you know that your students really want and need it, it's a totally different kind of experience, yeah? And sometimes, you know, things look, ideas look great on paper, don't they? But when we actually try them or test them out, you know, logistically they don't work or they don't make sense or for whatever reason they don't deliver, right? So we need to validate, we need to ask our students, right? And a great way to do that, you guessed it, is to do a survey. <laughs> a simple survey, a simple survey, okay? Um, and for those of you that are here in my community for a while, you'll know that I love a survey. I use surveys in my business all the time, okay? Particularly at the um, concept stage, yeah? The concept stage for a new idea. And you can, you know, ask, various questions um, to kind of dig deep, yeah? Um, but you're asking questions around your offering idea. But really what you're asking here is you want to dig deep around the potential challenges that your students are facing. That's the real key thing here, okay? So the goal of your survey is actually to establish is actually to establish if your idea is going to help your students, yeah, in some way. We're here to serve and we're here to help. So this is what the survey is about. You know, if it's going to meet their needs, yeah, and even more so, if it's gonna help them to overcome a challenge that they may be facing in their lives or in their yoga practice, okay? Does that make sense? So, an easy way to put this, you know, maybe they're really stressed out city worker, okay? How is your offering gonna help that person? How are you gonna provide a solution to them? So the number one question that you want to ask in your survey is something along the lines of, 
what is your biggest challenge that you're struggling with right now related to XYZ, okay? Related to your life, related to your yoga practice, whatever it might be. But what is their biggest challenge right now? What are they facing in their lives that they need help with, that yoga could help them with? So you're asking them what their challenge is rather than what, what do you want to learn about? We're not asking them that. We're not asking them what do you want to learn about? Or what do you want me to teach you? Or what do you want me to offer you? Or what type of retreat do you want to attend? Or what do you want to learn online? Because generally people don't know what they want, right? People don't really know what they want, but they do know what they're struggling with, yeah? And what their challenges are. Because can you see the difference there? There's a difference. Um, so they don't know the solution to their problem, okay? They just know what their problem is, which is why you need to ask them about their problem, okay? So your, your job then is to find the solution, yeah? That's a simple way to, to validate. That's a simple way to validate your ideas. You can take it a step further and certainly, you know, if you are creating an online course or a membership site or something like that, then you definitely want to take it further. And I would suggest, you know, arranging some phone calls or arranging to meet up with some of your regular students, having a conversation with them around this idea, okay? Get their thoughts, get their feedback, and really use that to shape your idea further and to create your offering. And what you'll find is as you go through this process, you'll start to create your offering that's really unique and suitable for your niche, okay? So that's where you want to be, that's where you want to get to. And you wanna be able to plan out these offerings um, around the needs and wants of your students ultimately. Okay, so there you go. Um, there you have you know, the, the, the steps, there's four steps there to creating um, higher priced offerings outside the studio model. So step one, we had, you know, who are you? Like, what is your message? Step two, define your ideal student. Step three is to brainstorm, good old brainstorm. And step four, validate. Super simple, easy steps to get you started, guys. And I really encourage you um, to see another way, you know, to teach yoga. You don't have to rely on studio classes. There is another way that's available to you. And remember, you know, there really is something out there that only you can teach and offer to the world, okay? So I want you to go out there and discover exactly what you're meant to be teaching and exactly who you're meant to be teaching it to. Is that a deal? When you do that, you open up more opportunities for yourself, right? You open up more opportunities to create um, your offerings and ultimately to work less, yeah? And create more impact in your life and the lives of your students, okay? Okay, so I've loved sharing this with you guys today. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you for, you know, carving out this time today to join me for this training. Now you need to carve out the time to actually do, to implement what you've learned with me today, to actually take action on it. Thank you again for joining me. Okay, take care. Bye. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.